welcome to this inspiring message brought to you by Kingsword Media Outreach, a part of Kingsword Ministries International. We hope this teaching inspires you and transforms you into all that God has destined you to be. Please stay tuned for more information about Kingsword Ministries International following this message. May God bless you as you listen. We give you praise and glory. Thank you, Jesus. Glory to God. Come on, celebrate him, celebrate him. And welcome someone to church as you have your seat. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed be your holy name. I'm always in awe of God's presence and his grace and anointing. Every time God's presence shows up, it humbles me. It brings me down to my knees. And I, I sometimes wonder what we will do without the presence of God. What we will do without the word of life that is giving life to everything around us. Sometimes I wonder. We are nothing without him. We are nothing without him. We've been talking about parts and purpose, and this is the part three of that message. So turn your Bibles with me to Jeremiah 29 from verse 11. I've been giving us two uh, principles every Sunday. I have, I think, about 10 of them or so spread out throughout the, throughout the month every Sunday. The first two we talked about is one know that it is not about you and the number two have the ability to see change before it comes and the number three everything that exists in the natural is a product of a supernatural of a spiritual encounter and then number four god's existence does not replace man's responsibilities all these are pointing us to the fact that um, God has a plan for us and we have a part to play in that plan. So Jeremiah 29 and verse 11, it says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. To give you a future and a hope. It's comforting to know that God's mind is set at giving us a future. It's comforting to know. It's comforting to also know that God's mind is set at giving us hope. As giving us hope. It's very comforting. However, not many people think that way or live their lives that way. It's one thing to know that I have good intentions for you. But it's another thing for you to know those intentions. As a father, my children, they know without a shadow of doubt that I have good intentions for them. I have good intentions for them. But it's another thing if they feel that intention if they get to experience it it's another thing glory to God 
says for i know the thoughts that i think towards you says the lord thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope so i realize in this journey of paths and purposes that one of the principle is that know what is expected of you know what is expected of you know the way god knows what he thinks about you the thoughts in his mind and his heart the way he knows do you know he he just said i know the thoughts that i think towards you and those thoughts are thoughts of good and not of evil to give you a hope to give you a future to give you an expected end but that's my thought i'm the one that know it but do you know it do you know it as much as i know it have you come to um a place where you you don't just say that god loves me but i know that god loves me just like john the beloved said the disciple whom jesus loves he knew it so it wasn't the fact that jesus loves everyone no it's the fact that he knows that jesus loves him so he came to that understanding came to that revelation and then it became personal so the disciple that jesus loved yes god has a plan for everybody on the face of the earth but have you known your own plan jesus died for everyone yes but is he your personal lord and savior is it personal to you that experience of salvation that experience of god's purpose and god's plan is it personal to you have you come to accept it and know it for yourself daniel chapter 9 and verse 2 he says in the first year of his reign i daniel understood by books the number of the years specified by the word of the lord through jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of jerusalem this is god's word that has been, that was spoken before but daniel understood this thing by study and research he understood it not by sitting down but by observing by reading by expanding his knowledge and capacity so when god's word is spoken to you and god says i know the thoughts i think towards you the thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you hope and a future have you sat down to analyze that hope and future have you studied around it have you researched around it what is that hope what is that future because it's with god he knows it but god knowing it alone doesn't bring it to pass do you know how many things he knows god knowing it alone doesn't bring it to pass You have to know it for yourself. You have to come to an understanding of it. 
And those things don't come like that. They come by study, by learning, by research. Jesus oftentimes would say, they asked him a question one time. What will happen in the resurrection? And then he, he, the answer he gave them said, have you not read? Sometimes there are things that are hidden in books. But is God, God is the one still speaking, but they are hidden in books. But it's still God that is speaking. So he wants you to read. In reading, you hear his voice. In research, you find out what God is saying. In study, in diligent study, you find out what God is saying. You find out what he's saying. It can happen in any field. I usually tell people that what brought you here to the place you are in life is not necessarily what will take you to the next place. So if you were reading a book called Kingdom and in reading that book called Kingdom you developed yourself to a particular level and you are able to achieve certain things. Now, the next level for you might be to read another book called Kingdom Heaven. But to say that since I have read Kingdom, then I'm okay. I'm not going to read any other book again. I will not develop myself. I will not improve myself. It means you are saying that this is how far I will go. And I will not go from here. There is nothing you cannot become. There is nothing you cannot achieve. It takes diligence, study, research, all these things. At the beginning of the year, I told us that God said that it would be our season of self-development. It means that you have to be deliberate about your personal growth. Deliberate about the next level in your workplace, the next level in your business. Deliberate. What do I need to do? The path of God will settle it already. It's a hope and it's a beautiful future. But how do I make that hope and that beautiful future come to pass? I can't just rely on the fact that God has said it alone. No. So, God has said that um, there, will be, there will be a prophecy according to Daniel. He said, I understood by books by the number of years specified by the word of the Lord through Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. So, God has said it. When God said it, it has been there. But guess what? Pressure came that required Daniel to go and research pressure came that required him to go and study that okay what's actually going on here why is this thing like this and then he found out that there's been a word spoken but the word didn't come to pass until somebody decided that i need to do something about that word so he went to study he researched he got understanding and then he took it up from there. Anytime 
you find yourself um struggling to do something and that you know that ah, i'm i'm good at this thing i'm good at it but i just can't find a way around it check it out most times you've not devoted the time and energy required for the next level you've not devoted the time and energy required for the capacity to handle it at the next level so with a lot of diligence study and research you come up to another place and then you see things clearly what you did not know before now you know and then it gives you a new fire and a new strength to move on but you're weary because you're riding on old information you've not updated your knowledge some of you your mobile app or your phone sometimes it starts misbehaving and dragging and stuff like that and then the manufacturer send you something and say update if you choose not to update and you leave it like that it will continue the way it is but imagine when you just update it you see new features the phone that you were angry with before all of a sudden you are not happy with the phone you are seeing new features you are seeing new things the phone had not changed you just updated the knowledge sorry it is free now use your data you just updated the knowledge so many a times we struggle at certain levels and think that oh maybe if i just marry another wife everything will be okay it will shock you See, maybe if I just take all my children and ship them to boarding school, I'll be okay in the house, me and my wife. It will shock you. There are certain updates, there are certain knowledge you need to come into that will give you new fire and new vigor. New fire, new energy. I've met people many times who say to me, ah, Pastor, I don't like the way my company is. They are doing this, they are doing that, they are doing that. I want to resign. Eh, and I, th- I said, okay, you know what? This is what you sh- I think you should do. Before you resign, do this thing, do this thing, do this thing, do this thing. And they come back to tell me, Pastor, I think I like my job. <laughs> because they found out that they just need to come into a new experience. Sometimes, it is finding out to do something old in a new way that makes it better. Not necessarily changing it completely. Something old in a new way. Something old in a new way. So find out what's expected of me. What do I need to study on? What do I need to research on? What do I need to improve on? Things should not go by and then you are just the same. No. You will get tired. And you'll be blaming it on other things. Meanwhile, all you just need is to improve your knowledge in that particular thing. Improve your capacity in that particular thing. And then voila, everything has changed. Everything has changed. I have learned so many things. I've learned how to talk, how to speak in public. I've learned so many things. And I do them 
painstakingly painstakingly because I want to improve I want to improve how to many things all kinds of things because I, I, I read myself from time to time how am I doing in this particular area what do I need to improve in this area but if you just stay and like okay um, God has said that I'm going to be great so I will do nothing about it and just expect the greatness to drop from heaven no no there are certain things that you need to do to activate that greatness And one of them has to do with study and research. Study and research. In your field, ask yourself a thousand times. I may not end up being number one in this field, but how can I be better than I am presently? How can I be better than I am presently? How can I improve? How can I improve? How can I improve? So God knows the thoughts he has towards you. And the future he has planned for you. But do you know it? Ephesians 3.20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. So there has to be a power at work in you for God to be able to do exceedingly and abundantly. But when that power is not at work in you, you are now blaming God for not being able to do exceedingly and abundantly. For him to do exceedingly and abundantly, you have to give him something to work with. You have to give him something to work with. So know what's expect, expected of you. Learn, study, research, develop yourself. Go for a course, go for a program. Um, last week I was interviewing um, a lady we're trying to employ for... Um, one of our operations in um, Bayelsa also, Bayelsa or you, I can't remember now. So the lady said uh, during the interview, it was an online Zoom interview, and she said that, we asked her, I said, okay, so what are you doing now? She said, she mentioned the marriage of things. She said, she's doing YouTube, um, she's learning how to make YouTube videos, um, she's learning um, machine language and um, data science and things like that. All that she was learning on her own. We had an interview for about three people and she was the only one that seemed to tickle my fancy because she was, she was learning something. She wasn't doing anything as per work, but she was improving her skill, getting ready for the future. Come on. The future belongs to those people who prepare today. Not the ones who are planning to prepare. No. Who prepare today. Today. So because of that alone, we said to her, I said, okay, um, I think you're, you're the likely candidate. Um, we're going to get in touch with you and all that. And then we had another interview. I think one was you and another one was Bayelsa. So my colleague called me on, on Saturday and said, oh, there's an emergency. We need to interview someone for Bayelsa operations. Um, a client just asked us to do something, something. I said, okay, good. Tell the person three o'clock or so. So they shared an interview for 3 p.m. And we got on Zoom. And married, married She's a married woman. She, she, she has about, uh, she's been married for 15 years. So she began to talk and I was interested. I said, okay, so madam, what do you do? I looked at the resume. I saw that she had worked in uh, the federal government. She has worked in this, she had worked in that. I said, okay, 
what are you doing now? And sincerely, she said to me, I have a fish business I'm running. I have, she mentioned a lot of, well, three or four businesses that she was doing. And I said to her, I said, you're my candidate. She said, I said, do you know why you're my candidate? I said, because you're busy. I said, I like busy people. I said, because you're busy. And I said, do, I said, do you know why I would give you this job? Because you are not looking for a job a nine to five. You are looking for something that will engage you and give you time to run businesses. She said yes. Then she told me, she said, last week she got an offer to come and be a principal or a vice principal of a school. She rejected it because it would take her nine to five. I said, you are my candidate. No way. And I know she's going to stay on the job because she just needs something. She, she, she prioritized her time over money. Any day, I told her, I said, I would take time over money any day. If you give me time, I can make the money you are not giving me. But if you give me money and take my time, I may not be able to make that money. So I'll rather have my time, manage it, and do it diligently and make money. Then say, okay, I want to take a job. How much is the salary? 200000 When are you going to work? From 7 a.m. to 9 p.m., Monday to Sunday. And then you come out and give a testimony. Praise the Lord. He has done it again. What did he do? He put me in bondage. It's not God that put you in that bondage. Because to me, Pastor Jimmy Terry calls it corporate slavery. And then you get on the job. After three months, you are frustrated. You can't do anything again. Nothing. Nothing. You can't do anything again. I don't even know how I got to that place. Anyway, develop yourself. Develop yourself. You can have several. The thing I used to console myself all the time, I tell myself that, am I as busy as Bishop? Do you know how many businesses Bishop is running? Okay, Bishop is too far. Am I as busy as Dr. King? Do you know how many businesses he's running? Sometimes, as he finish speaking and declaring on prayer with Dr. K. Let me tell you how he does. Finish speaking, 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 pray, declare everything. The next thing he closed down. The next thing he picks his phone. <laughs> so that client, how much have they said they are going to pay for that thing? He switched immediately. You wonder, is it the person that was praying fire, fire, fire right now? That's how he is. That's how he is. So I, I learned that, look, in this life, you, you will know God has a plan. That one is settled. So do you know the plan? When you have known the plan, then you give yourself to study and diligent, knowing that God's plan will come to pass, but I need to be ready for it. I need to be ready for it. I need to be ready for it. So you should be deliberate about getting the right information in this period as it relates to your field of operations or the areas you feel God will have you go into. 
And then the sixth principle. Ask for help. Ask for help. Jeremiah 29 verse 12. It says, Then you will call upon me and, and go and pray to me. And I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me. When you search for me with all your heart. Ask for help. Asking for help is not a sign of weakness. However, before you seek help, know where you need the help. Before you ask for the help, know where you need the help. Say, Pastor, I need help. Okay, how should I help you? Just help me anyhow. Just help me. I need to know where you need the help. That's why it's important you know the plan of God. You know that God has a plan for you and then you know that plan. So he says, I know the thoughts I think towards you. They are thoughts of good and not of evil to give you hope and a future. Then you will go and pray. Because you have to come to knowledge of where you will ask me for help. Not that God has a plan for me. No. When you know the plan, you will know how to ask for help. You know how to ask for help. Daniel 9 and verse 3. It says, Then I set my face toward the Lord to make requests by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloth, and ashes. So, his fasting, the sackcloth, the ashes were definite towards something. Towards something. So, he has seen what the future is. He has seen what the hope is. Now, he's taking a step to ask for help about a particular thing not just God you know if I were you I will help you <laughs> thank God how many of you have prayed that prayer before don't lie don't lie don't lie say God you know if, if I were you I will help you help your boy now. <laughs> help your boy even when you ask God like that, he will say, okay, how do you want me to help you? He said, just help me. Just, you know, say, you know, and at least we go today, just help me. No, he wants to know how to help you. So you be specific about the help. He said, just help me anyhow. Just, help, just change my life. Just <laughs> we prayed some very crazy prayers. Just change my life. Just change it. If I bring you to heaven, I've changed your life. <laughs> so tell me, how do you want me to help you? So when Daniel saw and understood by books the number of years as specified by the word of God, he had known this is the word of God, alright? Through the prophet. Then I set my face towards the Lord God. To make my request by prayer and supplications with fasting, sackcloths and ashes. So after you've done your due diligence, you've gotten the information you need, you've gotten everything, what do you do? You present your facts, your figures, your assessments and then you demand for help. Say God, I know that this company, Oyster, you want us to be there. 
it will not make you go and sleep. You will ask, what is the company doing now? Who do they want to um, give services to? How do I come in? You're doing your research. You're doing your study. You're planning everything. Talking to this, talking to that, talking to that. You already know the plan. And then you now bring your facts and figures and say, God, we are now ready. We've done this in the company. We've updated this. We've upgraded this. We have this certification. We have that certification now that is required. Now, we need your help. You're positioning yourself. You're positioning yourself. And then Jeremiah 29, 12 says, Then you will call upon me and go and pray. And I will listen to you. And you will seek me and find me when you have searched for me with all your heart. It's a guarantee that when you search for me with all your heart, you will find me. So many a times, we don't go with all our heart. We go with something in mind that if this one does not work, once I call my uncle in Germany, he will send me Europe. And then when he sent me the euro, all testimony and testimony, I would just come say, the Lord has done it. What has the Lord done? He provided. Say, but when you search for me with all your heart, you will find me. When you have that mindset, God becomes the source. Even if your uncle in Europe sends you the euro, you will know that it is God that provided for you. And not a man. You will know. Let me tell you, if God does not put it in the heart of people to help you, they can't help you. Honestly, they can't help you. Say, I don't know. I have one uncle in this particular court. He has never helped any member of the family before. Never. That man is a wicked man. He's not a wicked man. If God wants devil to help you, devil will come and help you on behalf of God. The heart of a king is in the hands of the Lord. And he turns it whithersoever he will. So when a man's ways please the Lord, he will make even his enemies to be at peace with him. So your business is not with the man. Your business is with God. Your business is with him. Your business is with him. The help you will ask is not from men. It's from God. He is the one that will send a man from a far country. That's the help of God. He's the one that will send strangers that do not know you to serve you. That's the help of God. He said, you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. If anyone wants to help you, how will they help you? You will be ready to, will you be ready to receive the help? Some people are not ready to receive help. Sometimes even getting the right partner to work with may just be the next level for you. The right partner. Just a collaboration. Requesting someone specialized in a particular field of operation that you operate in. And say, okay, rather than do this one, maybe I partner with this person or partner with this company they are specialized in this area. They handle this part. Why will handle the other part? That's also help. So you know the place you need the help. 
and then you ask for the help I've said it many times here there is nothing wrong with the word of God spoken that word has the ability in itself to come to pass it has the ability the purpose from the beginning belongs to God but the path to follow is our responsibility the purpose from the beginning it belongs to God but the path to follow to deliver on that purpose becomes our responsibility and every day we take responsibility to leave that purpose we are helping God bring to pass the things that he has said so we're not leaving it to God alone no we are partners with him bringing to pass his plans and his purpose glory to God stand to your feet church Say out loud, there is nothing wrong with the word spoken. Say the word has the ability in itself to come to pass. All I need to do is to align with the word. Glory to God. Have you been blessed? Lift your hands and bless him. Say thank you father. Let this word produce for me. Let me come into an understanding that will help me to walk the path that you have called me to this season. Go ahead and pray in the name of Jesus. There is nothing wrong with the word spoken. God's word has the ability in itself to come to pass. The purpose of everything from the beginning lies with God. But the responsibility to take that purpose and run with that purpose lies with you and I. Ask him for help. Ask him for wisdom. That this season you will not run blindly. You will run with precision and accuracy this season. Precision and accuracy. That God's word will light on you. It will light on you. And become very clear. Very clear. In the name of Jesus. Father we thank you. We bless your name. We receive your word this morning. The word spoken will profit us. In the name of Jesus. We will come into deeper understanding. Of your word. In the name of Jesus. Our lives will not remain the same. We would have been changed. Transformed and delivered. In the name of Jesus. We will come into newness oh God. And we will take territories for you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you father. Because this season we will make much progress. We will increase in capacity. We will increase in learning. In the name of Jesus. And we will be better for it. In Jesus precious name. The preceding message was brought to you by Kingsword Ministries International. For information about Kingsword Ministries. Visit us at kingsword.org. For information and additional resources. Thank you for listening to this message and remember where the word of a king is there's power